telling the truth. I'm Jim Price at Jim Price Show Daily Update. Thank you guys so much for being here. It is, it's November 6th. It's a Monday, 2023. Well, guys, thank you so much for being here. And I uh, had a great weekend in uh, Phoenix. So spent time there. I was actually in the city of Scottsdale, which is the northwest part of the valley. Not all of the northwest part of the valley. Actually, part of the valley is now just not even part of the valley. Everything in that city I grew up in that area. I was born there in 1971, back when you go and you played in deserts. Went out to the desert and you played all day long. You played with the lizards, you played with the snakes, the scorpions, the sticks, the whatever. Olives were a big thing. Olive trees were everywhere out there. And we were able to take those off the tree and hurl them at each other, and that was part of life. I even talked to somebody about that as a kid when I was out there. But anyway... Uh, they, they were out there as a kid as well, so they were talking about the olive, uh, olive blossoms. There was a time when that used to be a problem, but now the problem is the valley itself. There are so many people there. It is, I don't know, I don't know how you, it, it just, it, it doesn't, there's nothing special about it. It's not like, oh, there's, you know, oh, there's this great river that runs through the middle of it. No, there was a dry creek that they've turned into a pond down the middle of Tempe, and the rest of it's just a big dry creek. The traffic is horrendous. People are really uh, people are. I mean, nice. I mean, people are people. Uh, but I do not miss any of the valley at all. There was nothing about it that really was uh, blowing my hair back. And like I said, it just. But you know, a lot of people are like, oh hey, uh, Susan Bly, good to see you. You're like, oh, you're going to Phoenix. It's gonna be so great. It's like, yeah, not really. It's not that big a deal. Um, by the way, if you guys are flying anywhere, and I know that Allegiant doesn't pay me for this, but seriously, look at Allegiant and just see if you can make your travel plans work around Allegiant. Because right now, uh, the flight to Phoenix was 200 bucks. Uh, the flight to Orlando is like $170. So if this is like a, like, I don't know, I, I've been, I've been trying to get on their, their, uh, their pain train, their, their plane train. As often as possible, but I have not always been able to do that. But they have great rates, guys. Uh, I was out there. I left out here and was there by 9 o'clock or 9.30 or so. But the problem was um, you go and you land in East Mesa or in Mesa, which is in the east side of the valley. So if you need to be in Glendale or, <laughs> I don't know, anywhere west or north of the valley, you're literally an hour away. And that's on a freeway. That was on a freeway. I got, I got a, I had to get an Uber, and the Uber took 50 minutes just to get to the hotel. So just to let you know how far away it really was from where I was staying. But that's a great little thing. If you want to go out to Phoenix and you got a rental car and all that good stuff, I mean, if you go fly a Legion or anything that's flying out of that uh, Mesa Gateway Airport on the east side of the valley, do it. Uh, I actually did a lot of my touch-and-goes out of there. When I was doing my pilot training, I actually was able to do touch and goes on that runway as part of my my licensure, my pilot training, whatever you want to call it. Anyway, got to meet a lot of people there. 
Uh, Susan says, I, I lived in Tucson in the 80s. It was beautiful, but I could not handle the heat. Well, that is another thing. I was out there when it was only 90 degrees, which didn't seem too bad, but the wind did not blow whatsoever the entire uh, three and a half days I was there. The palm trees, you know, these things are, you know, 50, 60 feet in the air, and the palm fronds are just hanging there just as, and these things are like paper. They Anything makes them blow. Hey, Lindsay, good to see you. So the wind wasn't blowing whatsoever. There was no wind whatsoever uh, any of the days I was there. Uh, I did get to spend some time with some great doctors. I was, it was a, this was actually a wellness event. So I was with Dr. Artis. I was with Robert Scott Bell. I was with a lot of the people that you know and you trust uh, in the, uh, in that truth or medical world. And it was neat. It was really neat to be able to be a part of that. Uh, had, had, uh, <laughs> so I guess I need to tell you guys this. So I, so Friday, so Thursday night, get there, you know, by the time I get to the hotel, whatever, it's o'clock, o' night, it, in the middle of the night. It's like, even for Arizona, see, I got there at 930, it was like 11 o'clock by the time I got to my hotel room on Thursday night. So obviously going to bed. And my problem was is that I went to bed by the time I, you know, got everything unpacked, got my suit coats hung up and everything. It was probably closer to midnight. Well, then probably by the time I got to sleep, it was probably closer to 1. Well, then my body wakes up at 6 o'clock Wichita time, which is 4 o'clock their time. So I go from getting, you know, get flying in to getting about 3 or 4 hours of sleep. I tried tossing and turning and rolling over and all that stuff. And so by 8 o'clock or 7, you know, about 8 o'clock, I was up about 7.30 finally. I was just like, I got to get up. And so I went ahead and went and got ready for the day. And uh, this was a, you know, early day for me. Well, then I went over to the event and all that stuff. But I got to talk to a lot of great people. I did eat meet the grandson of the Rife Machine. So I don't know if you guys know much about the Rife machine, but it is a medical device. Well, I don't know if they're allowed to call it. Hey, uh, John Candy, good to see you. Uh, let's see. I've heard that the RV took place yesterday. Many bank failures imminent. Um, yeah, John, I've been seeing that too. There was some uh, – the Citizens Bank over the weekend went uh, belly up, and so I'm not sure what's going to happen on all that stuff. We'll see how it goes. But, uh, yeah, the Federal Reserve has uh, got themselves some issues. So we'll see how that works out for them. Anyway, let's see. So as I – let me go back to the story. So I got up, went, and, and uh, the Rife Machine guy got to meet him. But the Rife Machine is actually a frequency-based device that heals you. And I don't know why we're not allowed – I – okay. We're not allowed to use the word heal or cure in anything we describe. So then why do we have the word heal in our dictionary or the word cure in our dictionary? If we're not allowed to re reference things that will heal or cure you, why even have it in the English language? Just make the, let's just make it illegal in general, and we'll just move away from the word heal or cure. But that's how they've gotten this whole world set up for us, that we're not allowed to talk about certain things in a certain way. Now, that doesn't make it right, doesn't mean that they're correct. It just means that the people who have the guns who back them will back them before they back you. So the guy with the gun 
It gets paid by the guy with the robe, the black robe. And I know that seems like the wrong cycle of this, but guys, that's really what's happening here. So the guy with the robe who signs the warrant and the DA who fills out the paperwork for him gives it to the cop with a gun, and the guy with the gun has the authorization to, to kill you to make sure that you comply to that piece of paper. Now, I want you to think about that. Just, just, just think about that. The guy with the robe can sign a piece of paper that the guy with the suit and the same bar-associated membership, when this guy fills his paperwork out and hands it to a judge, the judge automatically signs it. And I'm going to guarantee you guys 99% of the time, not one, not even the conservatives, not even the good ones, read all of those orders that are given to them by the DA. I'm just telling you right now, just to all get real honest with each other. How many times have you actually really read the receipt on your, on, let's say, on your, uh, your, your dinner, dinner, dinner seat? How many times do you really read it? Honestly. Now, there's some people that every single time, I didn't order a water. Why am I getting charged for no water? It says zero charge for water. Why is water on the receipt here? I, don't, I shouldn't have to pay for I, I did. I know I didn't pay for it, but it shouldn't be on the receipt. Have you, heard, have you been with those kind of people that, like, they're literally like, uh, you know, I don't remember it being uh, $3.14 for coffee. I thought it was uh, $3.95, so you're sh- short. I'm not, I got to make sure that you charge me enough for this. I mean, just things like this. When we think about these judges and who they go and sign these things, no different than the case that I was involved in they, that, was in my, that affected my life. The no-knock warrants on my house. See, my problem with this whole thing is, is that this is what we do. We all get all like, yeah, get them criminals. But I don't have a problem with get the criminals that are doing something to somebody. But when it's fictitiously made up, we don't have honor and dignity within the judicial system. When we don't have honor and dignity within the police, we don't have honor and dignity within the administration part of our, our legislators. When we don't have those different parts working correctly, we have what they consider to be a failed constitution. We have a constitutional crisis. Constitutional crisis is a real thing. Let's see if uh, Black Lives Dictionary, Black Laws Dictionary, well, that's a little Freudian slip there, Black Lives. <laughs> black Lies. Uh, let's see here. Constitution. They start that with a C this day, this nowadays, don't they? Are they going to? Switch it over to another word I don't know. So L-M-N-O-P-Q-R-S-T-U-V. Constitution. Constitution. Confiscation? Confiscation. Constitution. Constitution. Here we go, man. We got a lot. Constitutional law. And let's see. Crisis. See if I can find constitutional crisis convention. Huh. Constitution. In American law, the written instrument upon uh, agreed upon by the people of the Union or of a particular state as the absolute rule of action and decision for all departments and officers of the government in respect to all the points covered by it, which must control until... It shall be changed by the authority which established it. So we are the authority. Until we change it, it stays that way. 
and in opposition to which any act or ordinance of any such department or officer is null and void. Cooley Construction Limited. So this is there's a case law that this is referencing to. That's actually pretty interesting there. I like that last sentence there. Don't you? But anyway, constitutional crisis. I wish there would have been a, a definition here for that. But a constitutional crisis is basically when we do not have all three forms of government doing their job in particular. And when we have that failure of them to work with each other, that's where the crisis is created. So just something to kind of put in your in your uh, lip and think about uh, lip and chew on it right there. So, hey, Denise, good to see you. Thank you for being here. Rebecca Wells. Um, I, Susan says, I do read the receipt. So the problem, my problem is, is I've got a group of judges who wear black robes and their little white shirts and their little tie, and they sit behind their big desk, this big ominous. Have you guys ever questioned that? Like why the desk of a judge is like literally like five times bigger than the pulpit at your church or the Vinny's CEO in a business? Why does he get this huge, you know, and then his secretary's desk is, is inside of his desk. Like he, his desk and the, and the court administration, actually the court administrator is the court report, uh, reporter or recorder. You know that, right? The court record, the court recorder, the person who works as his admin, that person is actually the one in charge of the court. I don't know if people knew that or not. But anyway, why is this desk attached to this big desk? And why do they need a gavel? There's a lot of things about the court system you guys really should question. But let's go back to the point where I was trying to make and on this whole thing of this big elaborate deal about how we have a problem when whoever it is with the gun is doing whoever whatever the judge signed because the guy with a tie decided to write a piece of paper out, and they file-stamped it, and now it becomes fact. See, my problem is, guys, is that we have a, a judicial system that believes that no, under, under no matter, even if you have to kill other citizens to coerce, to pit maneuver, to spin out, to spike strip, to shoot at, it does not matter how many citizens get hurt as long as that criminal is captured. I do not know where we came into that agreement. I don't know who told me. Uh, thank you, Jason Horn. I haven't seen you in a minute, man. Thank you, Jason, for being here. Appreciate it, man. When you think about this whole thing, somewhere along the line, someone's going to have to get a conscience on them. Because, guys, we, when we, we're sitting around here being all facetious about, oh, the brown shirts of Germany. Oh, the brown shirts of Germany. They're the bad guys. Oh, the Nazis. How about just your local policy officer is worse than anything the Russians or the Germans used to do to anybody or the Chinese? Guys, we live under such a tyrannical system, as such an abusive system. You have, you have got Stockholm Syndrome. Oh, thin blue line, Jimmy. That's what I'm going for, thin blue line. High five. Woo! Thin blue line, first responders, man. Woo, worship the ground you walk on. Oh, amen, brother. Thank you so much for drawing your breath here on this earth. My problem is, is that we have ourselves a credibility issue with these folks, and they are not what they need to be when we need them the most. And they're not people that actually de-escalate situations. These are not people who are making these situations less than. These are people who are making it worse. And I'm not... 
Again, I guarantee you there's a lot of great guys out there doing a lot of great work, you know, being a lot of whatever. But the problem with that is, is that it just takes one apple to spoil the whole apple cart. Isn't that correct? Isn't that how that's said? So think about it, guys. When do you guys, when do you guys going to figure out that whoever your captor is, is whoever your God is? And I, I, I'm not trying to take anybody's religion and make it less than or make you feel like you're not, you know, doing the right thing, this or that. But what I'm trying to point out to you here, plain and simple, I'm trying to point out to you, plain and simple, I was affected by the fact that the judge doesn't sign, said doesn't read a piece of paper that he signed and he didn't recuse himself. We have a lot of people in our country right now that are actually being victimized by a judicial system that has no accountability. And so when you don't have a constitutional, you don't have a constitution that's being upheld and you are in the middle of a constitutional crisis, I have to ask that plain and simple question. You know, what? how do we really get around this? How are we going to change this? What is it going to look like going forward? So my question to you guys is, what what is your pain threshold for everything? What are you going to be, are you going to be okay with this? Thank you guys for being over there on Twitter. God dang. Twitter's got one view. One viewer. What? Look at that. Why? Okay, are we allowed to call it Twitter anymore? Or is it supposed to be X? I, I don't know. Anyway, I just was asking for a friend here. So I'm being facetious. I was asking for myself. So John says the evil courtrooms that are meant to intimidate us. Oh, absolutely. Well, I would say we have ourselves a problem also. Um, oh, is there any value to jury duty at this moment in time? John Kennedy, if I was, I, I wish I could volunteer for jury duty right now. Because you know what I would be doing at jury duty? Jury nullification. Every single case I sat down and I would kiss whoever's ass I got to get to get me to sit down on any case right now. Get me in there. Oh, Lord, get me on any case. I'm going to do jury nullification like a mother. I'm going to do jury nullification. I'm going to do jury nullification. I'm going to do jury nullification like a mother. I Everybody I tell, if you ever get jury duty, I don't give a crap if the guy's a 1,000%. I don't care if he's a 1,000% guilty. Find him innocent through jury nullification. Hey, Sarah, good to see you on the, on Facebook there. Thank you so much. No, I'm serious, guys. Jury nullification is absolutely how we could take this entire judicial system back. Do you know by doing jury nullification that the legislators are required that law has to be suspended until the legislators re they go back through it and redo it again? Did you know that? So this is a whole thing. Let's uh let's look up let's look up uh let's look up jury jury nullification. Jury nullification. We're going to do the law. We're going to do, let's do Cornell. Seems how Cornell's a bunch of libtards. Why don't we go to their definition? Jury nullification refers to a jury's knowing and deliberate rejection of the evidence or refusal to apply the law because the jury wants to send a message about social issue that is larger than the case itself or because the result dictated by law is contrary to the jury's sense of justice, morality, or fairness. All right, this is what we have to do. This is how we fix a lot of this, guys. 
jury nullification is very powerful. I mean, if we all just got it in there and just did a little jury nullification. Let me show you. I'm, I'm over here on this definition here. So here's where I'm at. So this is the part that I want you guys to, to look at here. See, jury nullification refers to a jury jury's knowledge, knowing and deliberate rejection of the evidence or refusal to apply the law either because the jury wants to send a message about social issues that is larger than the case itself or because the result dictated by law is contrary to the jury's the jury's sense of justice morality or fairness Espe- essentially the jury nullification the jury's returns a not guilty verdict even if the jury's believe jurors believe beyond a reasonable doubt that the defendant broke the law this can occur because no guilty verdict can not be overturned okay now this cannot occur can occur because not guilty verdicts cannot be overturned and jurors are protected regardless of their victim or the vict- their verdicts sorry i'm having a hard time with reading today like every day it's not a big deal there are differing perspectives on the role and basis of jury nullification in America jurisprudence. Some view jury nullification as a right, but there are examples of the people being punished are dismiss, um, dismantling the dismant, uh, dismantling the information. Dis so, for instance, two people passed. Uh, passed. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, right here we go. For instance, two people passed out pamphlets about jury nullification in Colorado and were later arrested and charged with jury tampering. Indeed, jury nullification is technically a discretionary act and is not a legal, legally sanctioned function in the jury. No, wait, wait, wait. Legally sanctioned function of the jury? This It is not a legally sanctioned? Wait, hold on a second here, guys. Whose country is this, by the way? No, I mean, seriously. Do you see what they just did there? Is it a sanctioned act? Like sanctioned? I need to have I need to have the lawyers give me permission to do this if part of their cool kids club does this? Is that what we're talking about here? How is this a thing? This is not a sanctioned activity. What are we? Playing NFL to flag football? What, what, is there a is, the NBA coming to town? What what are we? Who, it's not a sanctioned what like beanbag cornhole throwing thing? What do you? That's not a what kind of sanctioned event are we talking about here? I mean, what is this thing? Why can't we have jury nullification? Oh well, let's look it up in the let's look it up in the old BLD. All right, all right. Let's see here. Uh, E F G H I J K L M N O P. L M N O P. Why was I not going? Oh, all right. Here we go. Now I'm on the right road, and that is the rest of the story. I miss Paul Harvey. You know. All right, jury nullification here. There we go. Here we go. This is this is the good stuff. All right, you guys are so talkative over there. You guys are just chatting it up. Remember, guys, like, share, and comment as often as possible. Like, share, 
comment as often as possible. Like, share, comment as often as possible. Like, share, comment as often as possible. Oh, man, there's a lot of J-U-Ds in here. All right. This is fun. I like using the dictionary. This seems to be an orderly way to cram knowledge into one book of things. Uh, wait, where's this? Why is this? Oh, I thought I was on the right page. Hmm. They have to have it in here, right? Jury woman, jury man, a jury man, a jury man. Are you a jury man? Uh, no, they don't have it in here. Jury process, the process by which a jury is summoned in a cause and by which their attendance is enforced. Oh, excuse me. Sorry, bro. Uh, let's see, jury action. Yeah, they don't have it in here. Oh. Grand jury, common jury, fair and impartial jury. That's that would be great. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Uh, let's see here. No, we don't have. Um, I don't have it here. I don't have a nullification jury nullification. What about? Do I have a? All right. Well, I don't need to look all that up. I'm just gonna drag it out here. People never have to remind me, like something when I like it. I've never understood that. What did she say? What did you say, Lindsay? You speak in English to me. Uh, I do have. Looks like I do have a follower here that knows exactly what she's doing. Uh, Lindsay says, "Done, done, and done." You're welcome. Well, there you go. Thank you, Lindsay. Thank you, Lindsay, for for doing that. All right. Let's see. But no, we've. Uh, here's the thing. Okay, guys, let's do this. Let me answer John's question in a way that it's a complete thought. Here is here is the complete thought of this, John. Let's say today, let's say it's it's five twenty seven Eastern time, and today, right now, it is announced. That's my trumpet. That's I don't know if that's how you you know that's how you signify that, but anyway. We are a constitutional republic, and all corporations for the United States have been nullified. We are now a constitutional republic. The people, it is by the people, we the people, and that's it. So we're the purple people eaters, right? The court of public opinion will not let you change the way things are right now. So, John, when we're talking about this, when we're talking about this whole this whole thing, even if I said today, right this second, whatever it was, 55 seconds ago, we have a constitutional republic, and this is no longer a corporation, and we will only be led by a, a rule of law. The constitution is the supreme law of all government, and all state constitutions are reciprocal one to another, and it supersedes the federal government. I mean, we literally just like, boom, that's it. Boom. Every single person on earth will not change one pattern right now. They won't. Just the mere taking uh, taking time to make it acceptable, we would have to build in a decade or two to even be able to practice up enough to be able to actually represent ourselves in a constitutional way. 
Guys, that's just the that's just the norm of things. It would actually take closer to 40 years for us to perfect it. If we maintained a constitutional republic for 40 years. See, that's why it was so easy for a lot of people to fall back into certain behaviors back in the 1700s. But I do want to ask you guys something about the 1700s and the 1800s. Do you guys feel like something's off or something's wrong? Like something doesn't quite make sense? Have you guys have you guys gotten that feeling from the whole 17 1800s? And at somewhere in the it's somewhere in the 1780s, the 1880s and the 1980s, we have had significant time slip Time warp, time misalignment. I don't know if that's a that that's a way of really saying that or not, but I do believe that we have had something go on. Something has happened that is just a little bit outside of like, yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Have you guys had that feeling? I mean, between the mud flood stuff and all this, I mean, I don't mean to get off on that, but we're, I mean, the we're really talking about. The idea, even if I got every cop today to sign a piece of paper, and if not, they'd be executed on the spot for not respecting the absolute rights of the citizens and, and not arresting for process crimes, but arresting for person crimes. Guys, if I actually, I mean, even if I knew that today they would all never, ever sin in that direction, never do the wrong thing. By the way, guys, when did police officers and judges and DAs become spotless and clean and infallible. Because we walk around and talk about how these police officers have prosecutable immunity, which my constitution says very clearly that no one has immunity. And no one can give anybody else immunity. So again, I'm asking you, I mean, I have had friends who have been cops. I have had friends who have been sheriffs. I have had friends that have been police officers and detectives and U.S. Marshals. But what I'm asking you is, are these people so perfect that you guys want to turn the blind eye to the fact that we have continued to see them not do really the best they could in every situation and have not been willing to say, hey, we screwed it up. So anyway, uh, that's that's just a little bit of a spieler. By the way, guys, listen, have you guys have not gone over to MyDailyNaturals.com, my dailynaturals.com, mydailynaturals.com. You guys can all go ahead and you can pre-order for your monthly subscription for your your basic minerals to get your cell function right. So we got the basic basic cell function package, basic cell function package that you can pre-order on mydailynaturals.com. If you guys are just wanting to, you know, uh, check it out, go over there, see what they got going on. We've got the we've got a splash page up there, so you guys can actually start to order. But we will have a, the full line, everything up there. I was hoping that we would have everything pretty much up there today. But go to mydailynaturals.com, mydailynaturals.com. By the way, this guys, listen. If you are a person that has a show or is doing a show, and you want an affiliate code. Or you know somebody who does have a show and wants an affiliate code for My Daily Naturals. Let them know, and we'll get them set up. And we pay we pay our our influencers very well, and uh, because they, we know they're spreading the word about basic cell function health and what it does to actually put your body back in a healing or a, 
a hermetic state of, of fixing itself from within. So that's what you guys do. My Daily Naturals. Denise said, Denise Phillips, she says, bingo. She put it up there in the chat and the comments. So thank you for doing that. D-Nice, I appreciate it. Um, but think about this, guys. If you want to get your basic cell function correct, you get the copper, you get the iodine, you get the magnesium, you get the methylfolate. If you guys have these, these are literally, I, I, guys, you know me well, well enough. I burned all this stuff down. I sifted it all down. I pounded it all out. And right here, right now, you guys know I live the copper life. And if you're not drinking out of a copper vessel, I mean, we're talking about a, a full, you know. See, copper doesn't sound, doesn't sound like stainless steel. Doesn't sound like stainless steel. It has, it's copper. It's a softer metal. Um, anyway, if you don't have a copper vessel, I'm going to be having those out real soon. I'm working on a distribution pa uh, package right now so you guys can actually start buying your own copper vessels and start drinking from copper alone. Uh, absolutely necessary. Uh, but anyway, you know I'm doing that. You know the iodine, my story on iodine. It took me two years to get my iodine right. Then your magnesium is really just a daily load that you got to put on board because they're draining this shit from your body. They're draining the iodine from your body right now. They're draining the copper from your body right now. And then the methylfolate, 95% of everybody on earth really is methylfolate deficient and actually has a gene that doesn't allow them to break it out of food. So they have to have a supplement. So this package we're doing, the subscription package we're doing with the basic cell function package, the basic cell function package, this is going to get you and your body moving in the right direction. It'll put the color back in your hair, guys. Copper is for hair colors, for electrolysis around the, the electrolysis around the heart, how the heart functions, how it actually beats the copper settles in the heart, and it actually helps that heart work, and it helps it relax between beats as well. So this is a big, big deal for us. So anyway, so we go the copper, the iodine, methyl, and magnesium. I've told you guys about this a million times. Go over there. Sign up at least for the email. Get on that email subscription. But guys, get started on your, your monthly subscription on this. It will come in for you. This is your base. I don't care. Hey, by the way, let me do this for you. Uh, by the way, I don't get, are you spending $100 right now, $200 a month, $300 a month on vitamins? I know people are spending thousands per person, not per family. I know people are spending thousands of dollars a month on expensive pee because these basic four, if you don't have them in your body, none of your vitamin Bs and Ds and zinc and all that shit, it doesn't absorb. So don't go out there like, oh, I've been doing my, uh, I got my, my juice drink and I've been doing my, my eye drops and, you know, whatever. No. Guys, basic cell function is there for a reason. If you don't, and, by, and here's the thing. What you can do is you can actually go in bat, and drop everything else off, get this part of your body going right, and then we'll help you with a Dutch test a dry urine test, which will help you find out what your hormones levels are, and then build in the vitamin package that you need for you. Why is that so hard? After six months, you get 100 bucks off. Why is that so hard? And you're actually, you're going to save money because you're going to eat less. You're going to consume less junk. You're going to, body's going to be feel better. You're going to be filled. You're going to be more productive. And then you're going to quit taking all these expensive pee drugs. Get here, get your basic cell function right. Then when you get that right, well, then 
It's as simple as, oh, hey, let's do that dry urine test. Here's $100 off for it. Oh, thanks, $100 off. Wow, yeah, $100 off. Because we want you to sit down with Dr. Ryan Dobson. We want you to figure out what's wrong with you. Hey, you're a little low on this. Oh, maybe we need to up your iodine. Or maybe we need to up your methyl. Oh, oh, we need to give you, do we now? Okay, we need to be bringing a B12 or, you know, B3. But what the thing is, is unless we get you on a baseline and get you working in a certain direction, we don't know what to tell you. And nobody in an honest in an honest mind could go, oh, uh, yeah, man, just take this. It'll fix everything. They're just trying to use a big, broad stroke on it and try to cover up as much surface area as possible. But we're giving you the basic cell package and then the Dutch test so we can actually get you running in the right direction. You're welcome. I mean, I know I'm trying to be a jerk here. I'm just saying let's get this right. This basic cell function stuff is absolutely necessary. And too many of us are not paying attention to that. Uh, 1871, I saw total abuse and neglect of our Constitution right up to today. Well, John, you're very correct there. I do like, have you guys, do you guys know about the Bonus Army in the early 1900s? Did you guys know about the Bonus Army? Well, the Bonus Army is what is actually going back through the millennials right now. So the kids that are in their early 20s or mid-20s right now, the Bonus Army is literally that is coming out as, hey, we've already did the insurrectionist thing. We already screwed our veterans over before. We've kind of made a thing of this. And in fact, General Patton was involved. General Eisenhower, the president of the United States from freaking Kansas. God, Kansas, why can't we do better? Can't we get better people from Kansas? It's just exhausting. Anyway, so let's um, let's just understand that there's a group of people that are waking up, and they're not really waking up as in they get to make the choice to. It's more of grabbing them by the hair and dragging them <laughs> across the finish line, like kicking and screaming. I was uh, I I uh, was talking to Sophia, and she actually, and I don't I don't. Uh, well, she had a, she was helping a family member out with some stuff that they were going through. And I'm not sure how much I can tell the story, but I'm going to leave it very vague here. But they were red-pilled. These people were red-pilled. They were woken up to the system because the system reached out and grabbed a hold of them, touched them. Like, <laughs> and they, they were like, you talk about peel the, you know, the, Peel the skin right off the top of your head moment, right? Just holy crap. And they became, now they're they're going the other direction. But it had to do with something that really touched home for them. They were going to be violated or were being actually violated. I guess I should just say it that way. They were absolutely being violated. So to see that there are people out there that are, they are making that change. Hey, Speedway Steve, good to see you, man. Appreciate you being here. Shannon Powell, thank you so much for being here. Remember, guys, mydailynaturals.com. Get your basic cell package started over there so we can... Hey, it's also about beating them at their own system. Um, so if you outlive their plan, if you do a better job at living and being more creative and creating your own parallel economy and walking away from them, 
imagine imagine you're screwing their plan up that way. You get on a My Daily Naturals, you get your basic cell function right. You get your, you know, if you've got diabetes, you get on chromium picolinate. You know, if you've got, uh, if you've got hot and cold issues and, and you're dealing with menopause, get your iodine right. You know, get on the base, basic My Daily Naturals. My Daily Naturals, that's the copper, the hair color, the electrolysis in your heart. Uh, so many huge benefits. And then you can absorb all your other vitamins you've been taking. Because if you don't have copper in your diet, let me tell you something right now. If you don't have copper in your diet, if you don't have copper in your diet right now, if you don't, all your other stuff doesn't absorb. That's a thing. So just remember as we're going through all this stuff, if you figure out how to live longer, if you figure out how to live a happier life without them creating a parallel economy, you are winning. Now, you may have to play along for a little while, but after a while, you just pat them on the head. And you just walk away. And then that's it. You're done. It is that simple. And we could do this together if we all bind together on this. If we do things like jury nullification. If we do things like showing up at the, the city council and the, uh, the, the school board meetings and the county commissioner meetings. Guys, you want to affect your neighborhood the most? Show up to the city council meetings every single time. If that's when you're going to take your lunch to at least go sit down there for an hour, then do it. Take your lunch on whatever third Tuesday of the month that they have it at 9 a.m. or whatever the crap it is and go there. Go to the county commission meetings and just sit there and stare at them. You know, write notes down. Just sit there and act like you're writing every, and just, just, just act like you are every single thing is as if it's Jesus' word. You want to freak them out? You want to make them actually think that you're going to do something to them without actually having to? That's uh, that's how you do it. It is literally just the biggest psych, you know, psych. Oh, hey Daisy, how are you? That's the biggest psych moment ever. Is that you just get them to get them to freak out, and uh, you know, it's like, oh, oh crap. There's all these people taking pictures and writing down things and writing notes and oh crap. Oh oh. You want to really freak them out? Is you want to see them take everything off the docket? Is have a hundred people show up to speak? Seriously. Daisy, what are you doing? I just want to pet you. There you go. All right. Come on. All right. Come on. Okay. She's happy now. Um, but that's, uh, you just get 100 people to show up to talk. And they could literally just get up there and say, I wish you guys would trim up the trees and I wish you'd plant more trees. I wish you would, you know, why don't you, why don't we plant more trees as cities anyway? Um, let's see. Cities and freeways. Why is it that we have these great big interstates that have no trees along the sides of them? I mean, not just the fact that it's like I get the little crash zone, the little belt on the side of a lot of these. I get that. But, you know, just beyond that, why don't we plant these great big tall pine trees and create rows of those to create the windbreak so that the trucks don't flip over and roll over all the time or there's not snow drifts on the road all the time? Or how come we don't do it along our, our driveways and our, our roads like we used to think of like a tree-lined drive? Why don't we do that in some of these neighborhoods where, you know, it's really expensive and the air conditioning is running all the time? And, oh, by the way, here's this tree to protect you from the sun. On the north and west side of every structure, there should be cover, either with a, uh, an awning, with a tree, with vines, whatever it is. Every single building on the west and north side should completely be covered from the wind load, from the, the sun load, at all cost. 
but we don't do that. We're not that creative. We can't just think about putting trees in. How many, how many trees have you guys planted? I've asked this question before. How many of you guys, how many trees? Oh, that was pretty cool. I saw the clock. It was four, 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 four. Four, four, four o'clock, 44 minutes and 44 seconds. Anyway, how many of you guys have planted trees? I mean, are you planting a tree a year of your life? Have I planted 52 trees in my life? I don't know. I don't know if I have. I know I planted a lot of trees around here. I've got trees. I've got black walnuts growing now. I've got oaks growing. But the thing is, when I say I let, I'm growing them, I'm, I'm letting them grow. You know, a squirrel left them there uh, overnight, you know, got there for a minute, and uh, up popped a tree. So I got a couple black walnuts, and I got a couple good oaks, and I got a mimosa tree. And I've got some other things that are coming up, and uh, I've had some fruit trees that I've had to put in, and I've had some other stuff I've tried to move around. But, see, these are the basic life skills, guys, that we're not even talking about. I don't mean to get off on a thing there, but. All right. Well, guys, there is so many things out here that we could be doing better for ourselves. And we could do so much more for ourselves. And it's about getting us right. And if we beat them at this system, if we put in too many trees and we put the mushrooms back into our ground and create the microbiome and we put, get our guts right and we get our minds right and we beat them at their damn system, guys, we win this whole damn thing. Basic cell function, my daily naturals. There you go. Um, you mean the the, uh, the so the south and the west? I do I do I do planted eight and my my new property. Oh, I'm not Susan. You got you got I got you got me on that translation there. I was trying to figure out, um, but no, the south and west. You don't want it on the south because that's your southern sun. You want it on the north and the west because of your northerly sun during the summer months, but also the northerly wind. But then the setting sun for the west trees, that's what those west trees are for. So the west and the north for the north wind, but also so you plant uh, evergreens in with tall trees, meaning oaks, walnuts, those kind of trees. So you put them in with each other. You interlace them. So the evergreens are there in the winter when there's no leaves on the big trees. So as the wind block, but they're in the summer, the big tall oak trees. Keep that northern sun off of the house as you go along. So anyway, but these are the things that we just don't, you know, we just don't talk about, right? We just don't, we don't pass on that comp compounded knowledge. But guys, there is a pattern I'm picking up, and I don't know what it is, about uh, 1770s, 1870s, and into the 1970s. Those, or the 1880s, 1980s, and 1780s. Uh, there's something about those, something doesn't make sense. There's some Skips in the uh, timeline, uh, rips in the tears of the fracture of the, I don't know what to, I, I don't know what to say on that. It's just there's something going on out there. John says when I was younger, I planted a few maple trees. Well, John, you are still a young man, and I think you could outdo me any day because I've you are a heck of an athlete. I've seen your you go. So, uh, John, what's stopping you from planting more maple trees now? What's stopping you from actually planting, you know, long oak trees that'll live in that South Florida for you there, right? Uh, Susan said, I live in a hot area. I want shade on the north. I have cedars for the wind on the northwest corner. Yeah, and here's the thing. A lot of your big pines, 
They'll grow tall, but you got to crop them up. Don't leave them on the ground. Get you a pine tree. Get you a, um, you know, just whatever. There's different pines out there, but there's some nice uh, pine trees that from a white pine to other scotch pines and different things like that. Blend those in with each other and crop them up off the ground. Keep them six feet. Every tree should be six feet off the ground. Even your evergreens should be six feet off the ground. I know that sounds to say, oh, you're going to want to block the north wind, Jim. you got to leave them on the ground. Actually, that's not true. Ground effect wind is actually up about the five to six foot range, and that tree will cut right where that, tr- where that wind is at. It's not usually under the tree. It's always over the tree, and it hits the house it spills down on it. It's usually hitting mostly the roof. So anyway, uh, that's all wind load stuff, but that's for the other day. Guys, this is this is what we're talking about is, is making sure that we're doing more for the world around us, right? We got to beat them at their plan. We got to plant more trees, get our mushroom biomech in our, in our soil, quit using glyphosate, quit using uh, weed and feed, quit using things that we know are destroying our, our planet, uh, not our planet, not our planet. We're not doing that thing. We're not our microbiome, the health of the earth around us. That's what I'm talking about. Let's get that right, okay? Let's beat them at their little stupid little game. Let's use the ashes from our fire and store them and put them in our gardens. Let's do those things, you know, burning down all the boxes you have. What? Don't put those boxes you have in the trash. They're just going to go somewhere and rot. Burn them down for the ash. Burn every if, – even if you've got an – even if you live in an apartment, get you one of them little – little chimeneas or something and burn all your little carpet uh, your your uh, cardboard in there and burn it that burn it up and then take that ash and put it in your plants your plants will thrive your plants need it but you got to you burn up the cardboard burn up the little pieces of uh, different types of wood you can burn up so that's that's what you do man that's how you make a difference so those little things those little tactics like that we don't have to we don't have to go back to I don't know. I just think we so many times we make things harder than we have to. Oh, you know, the government, we're here to help. I was going over to a trash can when I was in Arizona, and I said, this place doesn't even have a recycle center. But they had it broke down for plastics and aluminum and all these, like, all, I'm like, you guys don't even have a recycle center. Hell, you guys barely have a dump in Arizona. I was, And I just laugh at it. It's like, oh, this virtue signaling that we do is so just overdone. Oh, I'm going to separate everything out because <laughs> it's so great. I, I'm recycling. It's like you're not recycling. You literally are just wasting time, wasting money. When they have you give that recycle bin, so you put your, your recyclables in the green one and the trash in the other one, those trucks all go to the exact same place. They don't recycle them because unless there's a triangle – in whatever product it is, I was trying to pick up a. Unless there's a okay, unless there's a triangle for in the recycle little thing and it has a number in it, it's not recyclable. Just like this is not recyclable. This is not recyclable, and this goes in the. They're like, oh, it's plastic. Oh, we recycle it. It's not recyclable plastic. It's a single-use plastic. It'll never be used again. So this is the problem where we we've got a lot of bad information out there, and we're not actually you know good at, good stewards with what we're doing. So. Anyway, uh, but Jim, it makes people feel good and that they are helping the planet and they put stuff in a blue bucket and that's all that really matters. Yeah, eh, it's all a big lie. The whole world is a stage. I mean, how do you want me to lie to you? Oh, no, We're, this is going to save unicorns. Woo-hoo. By the way, 
you know, unicorn is actually a rhinoceros. Actually, a rhinoceros, the original name for rhinoceros was the unicornus. Just saying, there are single-horned... Um, there are single-horned rhinos called unicornus. So I don't know if that's the unicorn they were talking about. I think that's the unicorn they were trying to talk about in the Bible. Uh, I've heard that the translation was, uni- like, they were trying to say it was a unicorn, but it's like unicornus. So anyway, that's a thing. All right, guys. Uh, remember, MyDailyNaturals.com. If you go to my pillow or any of those, uh, put price uh, in there. If you guys are going to go get those apricot seeds over at... Um, RNC. Um, uh, so you go over there, you get your apricot seeds for anti-cancer. You can do that, and then you put a promo code price in there. And uh, I don't know anywhere else you guys want to go and oh, just donate to the Jim Price Show. Uh, I could send you my PayPal, my Cash App, my Venmo, my my PO box. However you guys want to do it, just uh, don't forget to give often, right? So like, share. Like, share, comment, and you guys have been doing a great job of that. So thank you so much for all those things. And looks like oh, I, I backed uh, oh, I backed the apricot seeds. I take them. Oh yeah, thank you, Lindsay. But remember promo code price, Lindsay, when you get the apricot seeds. So remember that. All right. Um, <laughs> she says you have to no, but no, I'm not going to read that one out loud. But you don't have to do that. You can just chew them, Lindsay. <laughs> I really could have made a thing of that, but I'm going to let that go. Woo, I got red, right? All right, guys. Remember the 10% we do for our neighbor, community, city, county, state, the federal government. The more you do for them, the less have to do for you. Learn how to be selfless, not so damn selfish. There will be a far better place. Remember, hold the line. Hold fast. Do not give up. Do not give in. We will win, I promise. I don't make a promise I can't keep, guys. Thank you so much for everything you guys are doing out there. It's been fantastic having you guys a part of the family. John Kennedy, Lindsay, uh, um, let's see who else we got out there. Uh, Leanne Carroll was here as well as Sarah. We had Jason Horn. Hadn't seen him in a while. Rebecca Wells was here. Susan Bly. Thank you, guys. It was great to see you guys. John Kennedy, thank you for being on Cloud Hub and chatting it up with me over there. All right, guys. It's going to be a great week this week. A lot of cool stuff is going on. Um, Decentralized.media. Decentralized.media is where my show will be broadcasting as well as my regular pages. We are bringing in 35 truthers 35 truthers will be on that network that is the account we have right now 35 truthers will be on that network and there will be a way to text with them and communicate with them and zoom call with them and the whole nine yards so all this is out there guys it's going to be a fantastic thing so 35 truthers all in one place me josh reed and james grumvig have been working hard behind the scenes to make this happen so guys decentralized.media decentralized.media is the new network name uh, go look at it. It's uh, at least a little splash page out there for right now. So anyway, I'm going to get out of here. I'm Jim Price, Jim Price Show Daily Update. You guys will be good to each other out there, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye. <laughs>